Blog Talk Radio. G's on the podcast. Sorry for the technical difficulties, folks. Sometimes that happens when we're dealing with block talk issues and things of that sort. Nonetheless, Outsiders Boxing Podcast coming to you live on this June 18th, the glorious Monday, a day after our regularly scheduled program, which was on Sunday, which starts at 12 p.m. Pacific. The reasoning behind all that, as you already know, from a good guessing standpoint, being that it was Father's Day. And Father's Day tends to get undermined compared to Mother's Day sometimes, you know, 
when it's Mother's Day, they want to go out and eat somewhere. But when it's Father's Day, sometimes it's, the dad's got to put on their apron and start cooking up. It's just the way it is. Just the same reason why. Eh, I guess I won't go there. We're going to get a little bit sexist to a certain extent, but things are the way they are sometimes for the exact reasons that we all know the underlining of that may be. But nonetheless, it was Father's Day, um, family time for everybody. And, uh, you know, sometimes family gatherings can take an extended period of time. Uh, I know it would have been a double time for me. I could only imagine because uh, being a parent or having a young one, young seed of your own, seems like a really challenging, I mean, I wouldn't say uh, issue, but just something that you would have a little bit extra on your shoulder, which I am not ready for right now. You know, the furthest or closest that I've been to being anywhere near a parent, a parent by being called daddy by a, a few girls here and there, but other than that, pull out game strong, folks. But it was a day that we all can get together for those who are fortunate enough to have their parents by their side, both mother and father. Um, and the fathers being the ones that got the adulation yesterday. So um, definitely want to give a shout-out to all those that are taking care of their young. I know we got guys in our group that are full-grown men, parents, and having the challenging issue that may be. I wouldn't imagine any of it to be easy. So definitely got a lot of respect for those who are taking care of their own because if you're fortunate enough, such as myself, to have your father in your life, it's a big deal. You know, I've had friends who don't have that same luxury, and when I hear of certain things going on in their life, it just makes me complain less about my issues, whatever they may be. But it was a day where time gets extended, and I'd rather come to you clear-headed and trying to be well-spoken as I possibly can be and give you guys a presentable show. What we do, what we do. I wouldn't want to come over here trying to host the show like how Oscar De La Hoya talks when he's leaving the club. Shadow boxing, talking about he'll fight Triple G. Remember when he did that two years ago? Or it was a year and a half, something like that. Nonetheless, I wouldn't want to do that. I like to have my drinks and enjoy my drink and wouldn't want to come on the show. A certain blood alcohol level that wouldn't be, I mean, not only eloquently spoken, but just to have some sort of opinions that may be opinionated sway off because of the persuasion which that lies in the alcoholic beverage that some people call liquid courage. I don't want to do that. But nonetheless, as I mentioned before, shout out to all the fathers out there. And as I mentioned before, having the show the way we do it because this is a team effort around here. And fortunate enough for myself and Willa, we don't look at each other the way LeBron James looks at his teammates. 
without trust, without conviction, without faith. We believe in one another, and that's why we're the tag team champions of the podcasting world, which some might call the most dangerous podcast. We go down the line with everybody we got here. Very hard-pressed to find somebody that would put some mitts on us, but that's neither here nor there. As I mentioned, it's a glorious Monday. All smiles and sunshine out here in California, enjoying this weather as it's cooled down in San Joaquin Valley. I'm enjoying it right now. I'm enjoying it right now. I'm enjoying the day, and I want to take it to my main guy, Willa. Willa the King on Twitter, on social media. You can follow my man. But he is also a father, and a really good father, I can see. Now, me and Willa haven't met yet. That's all going to change in about five or six weeks because I'm going to be in L.A. for Easter Garcia, and Willa's talking about it too. But from what I get the perspective of, I got a good perspective of people like me, and I can smell a phony punk from a mile away. And I know Willa is a good man. He trusts me with the blessing that we spoke to JP about so we don't have to miss on some of these fights that we're not able to see if we're not home or if it's a pay-per-view we're not willing to pay. And that means a lot to me. <laughs> but, no, straight up, Willa, I wanted to give you a late congratulations or a great uh, happy father, or late happy Father's Day, I should say, because I know you were doing your thing yesterday as well, and I know you got some blessings on the side, and um, congratulations for really though, because um, you know I'd love to have me a little RC like you got your little man running around and stuff. That'd be dope. It's just the whole female that comes included is almost like some you know battery sold separately type shit is what I'm hoping for, but um, hey man. Uh, How's it going out there, bro? We out here on this Monday, though, and uh, hope everything went good for you yesterday, my guy. Yeah, man, can you uh, can you hear me? Yes, sir, loud and clear. Okay, yeah, fucking with this. Hey, so were you hearing me bullshitting around at the beginning of the at the beginning of the show, making noise and shit? Yes, I, I yes I heard the uh, I heard the uh, person uh, and all that. Stuff. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> this goddamn blog talk, though. They be on that bullshit. Uh, I thought I was off. I didn't know what the hell's going on. But uh, Oh, no. We go, we go, know, I'm going to write a good tweet to those motherfuckers after the show. Yeah, you pay money for the prime time, but then prime time, they want to give you this bullshit. So you might have to – we might start doing the 11, uh, 11 a.m. shows, man. But we'll see how it goes, man. But uh, appreciate that. Thank you. Hey, thank you for the love uh, as a father. I had a good time last uh, yesterday. Just chill. Uh, you know, I'm not really, we really don't do a lot of fried food and stuff like that, but fried up some chicken. You know, like you said, when it's, when it's Father's, when it's Mother's Day, all the restaurants are packed to the brim. You've got um, yep. every corner has the, uh, the, 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 the bouquets. Look, I pressed, I pressed barely about an hour ago. When you were talking about having trust or something, that was you know that was. I was wondering what that was about. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, I didn't press that right now. That's what blog talk is on that bullshit today, as we see. But wasn't no, uh, you know, every on Mother's Day, every corner you got the like it's Valentine's, you got the bouquets and the and the bears and everything. But Father's Day, the streets are empty. Restaurants Mm -hmm. are half packed. But there's a lot of smoke in the air because, you know, fathers are out there barbecuing, doing their own thing. That's what I did, man. Cooked up a good meal for 
for uh, my old man. Hey, we chills. You know, we did our drive back from Dallas, so half the day was uh, was a drive back from Dallas. But I made that in three hours, uh, following behind some guys that that uh, that were going about one ten the whole way. So we put that wow, up, put a, some well, good work in on the road. Drive. It's a three-hour drive when we, where you're at to, to get to Dallas? Yeah, three and a half, four hours. And it was in Fresno, so it's another, like, 45 minutes north of Dallas. Oh, so, you know, four and a half, five hours. That's about the same hours. time I'm taking. That's about the same time I'm taking. I think it's no, like, three hours, maybe two and a half, uh, two, two hours and 30 minutes if you're lucky to get to L.A. So, I mean, that's a, that ain't no just trip around the corner. Oh, no, not really, but it's a straight shot. And it was, uh, you know, it was almost worth it. You know, the the title of this is uh, I want my money back. So we'll we'll discuss that <laughs> card later on. But uh, you know, as far as Father's Day, had a good time, man. Uh, you know, pretty much we were pretty sure we weren't gonna be able to get that show done yesterday. So uh, I'm glad we could talk today. A lot of uh, not a lot of boxing, but a lot of interesting stuff going on in boxing. So um, yeah, glad we get to talk, man. Appreciate the. Father's Day, uh, Father's Day love, and again, happy late Father's Day to all the all the fathers that rock with us here on um, Outsiders Boxing Podcast, and all the mothers who are playing the father's role as well, because we know no, they, no, they, no, they, no, 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 it's a good PR move. Don't ruin it. Hey, we keeping it equal. Fathers have their day, mothers have their day. Unless you have a penis, you're not the father. Oh, Lord, let's not get started there. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, um, yesterday was definitely a, a, a packed event where we were both on uh, on our time differences and everything like that. So, um, But at least we could get it in today. I mean, regardless of the whole little technical difficulty to start to show off, um, you know, hopefully that's not too much of an issue when we get this one out for all the folks to hear. But I've seen that you had that. When you sent me the, uh, or when I actually looked at Twitter and seeing uh, you and Smoke uh, retweeting the bo- the Outsiders Boxing podcast at Outsiders Boxing on Twitter for everybody to follow, um, you get perspectives written on tweets from some of our correspondents that aren't going to be putting out there, or maybe they will be. So uh, check us out. But um, I've seen you guys uh, retweeting and liking on there, and I looked at it and it said, "I want my money back." I was like, "Oh, Willa, serious about that? <laughs> Willa, hey, that." I would be uh, asking for my money back, too, from the story you told me that happened. But, hey, we got to get to it. So let's find out why uh, why we're going to have to do this. Because Earl Spence made some quick work this last Saturday in the Cowboys practice facility stadium. Uh, Ocampos, you know, looked like he was going to be I mean, I, honestly, we didn't see this one going past three rounds, four rounds at the max. I think I said four, but to get out there in the first, ooh, that was um, – I kind of gave uh, Ocampos a little bit too much credit for him being tough, and that was ultimately his downfall because he tried to hang in there with Spence, and, you know, he took himself a really mean shot. And uh, it's hard to see for some of the viewers who were watching live. Like, oh, wait, I know he didn't go down from that, that right hand that went to the – to the uh, to the body of him looked like he was a little around the shoulder area, but the left hook, the left hook that he got in there on the belly, it was mean. Um, and the scary thing about it was it probably wasn't even a a full fed punch by Earl Spence because 
when you look at offense when Compos is down, Ocampo was down, not making the count, he looks upset. He almost looked disappointed, not in himself, but the fact that Ocampo couldn't get up so he could give the people a knockout um, on a, a, if not same level as what Danny Garcia did to Brandon Rios, that type of effect of a knockout instead of a body shot that, oh, did you see that? Ooh, you know, maybe he can get up and give the sh- fans a better show. Shit, he might even give them a, a Benavidez uh, Mortal Kombat 7 piece that he gave Porky Medina. I'm sure he was looking for something like that for the hometown crowd. But nonetheless, Ocampos was in there for the short, extended time that he was in there for, and he got taken out with about three seconds left on the clock. There's no skin saved by the bell in this one. And it was quick work. Now, Triple G had this Hey, be on the lookout. That, be, be on the lookout for uh, 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 a unanimous laugh track that's going to be coming within the next 15 minutes probably. Shout out to Block Talk. Oh, shit. All right. <laughs> All right. Um, but Triple G had this idea that he's going to prolong rounds, whether that's true or not, because he didn't want people to feel like, they would be asking for their money back if he was to knock somebody out in the first round or second round, a la Dominic Wade. I don't know if Triple G is really about that, or he just was in there for the time being because he is who he is. Stuff for debate. I have no facts on that. But I know Willis said he was going to make the drive and get out there and go see Spence, and I've seen him uh, posting videos. You had a pretty good seat, man. You were in a nice area. And next thing I know, Willis texts me and says he wants his money back. I thought he was going to be like, oh, shit, you see that? Send me a video of the knockout and everything. But, Willis, what happened, man? Hey, man, we're going to, like you said, we're going to break down all the fights. But, like you said, that's a three- that was a four-hour, four-and-a-half-hour drive to get there. You know, I, I didn't have the crazy guys that are, that were pushing, so I, I'm not going to push. I'm never going to be the first guy in line. So, you know, it took us four-and-a-half to get there. Uh, that was cool. Got there, went and ate uh, some Korean barbecue, you know, did something with, with, with the lady. We're, we're out there having a good time. Um, we get to the fight. First fight we see. Chucky, whatever these guys are, these two little guys. Uh, Chucky versus uh, what you call for the bantam. I think it was a bantam weight fight. Uh, bums in there, horrible fight. The guy was like, didn't even make weight. I think he was Chucky was nine pounds over the guy. Still, still lost the fight. It was whack. We're getting drinks now. I will say Dallas had it hyped. It wasn't the amount of hoes that were out there. For for uh for Canelo, but it was a lot of Lady. women out there. Yeah, a lot of oh yeah, I switched it. A lot of women out there. A lot of people. Dallas is a little different than Houston. Where Houston is more laid back, cool. Dallas is. They're laid back, but you know they're like the the show Dallas. They're a little more high society. They think they're a little better. You know they think they got a little more money. So all the hood cats they're dressing up Gucci. A lot of open shirts, a lot of gold chains, a lot of that, a lot of big booties out there. Um, Ooh, good look, regardless besides the fight. So then the second fight starts, and I'm looking. I'm like, okay, Granados versus uh, 
uh, whatever my man's name is. We seen, uh, we saw my man fight uh, Eastern Junior. Yeah, Fortuna. There we go, Fortuna. We saw Fortuna fight, uh, fight uh, Eastern Junior last. Put up a pretty good fight. I thought, okay, maybe this guy's gonna go in there and get and do a fight. Fight starting. They're throwing punches. It's, it looks like it's gonna be all right. Uh, Fortuna gets pushed through, sort of. Looks like he just falls through. Looks like he snaps his head back. Oh shit! This I don't know what's happening. I'm telling the people next to me, hey, this guy, he's got to be hurt. They show the replay. Doesn't look serious. Damn. He gets wheeled out, taken out of the stretcher, looking real weak. Fight's over. Okay. Everybody's hype. Crowds get it. You know, they're getting into it. They're playing music. Ocampo comes out. They're booing. Everybody's hype. I'm like, all right. Fence comes out. He comes out with the guy. Little Yellow or something. I think he's a guy from Dallas. He's got the song. I don't really, really know the song, but everybody knew it. They were hyped. Came out. I decided let me go get, let me go get these drinks before it's too late. Going right up to the thing. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yep, I'm waiting. The drinks is coming. They're taking all day. Everybody sort of messed up. Seems like the bartenders back there are sort of messed up. They're moving slow. I'm like the fight's about to start. All right, she makes the drink. I start walking back, fight starting, start walking down. Everybody stands up. Ah! I'm like, ah, here we go. I'm like, this nigga got to get up. I look. I'm hearing the count, nine, ten, bell rings. I walk down to my seat. I'm like, what the fuck? So I probably was there. <laughs> we probably got there at 8 o'clock, 8, 8, 10. And the show was over by what? Nine thirty? Back? Yeah, they hey, had a lot man. of time. They had a lot of time because the first fight, like you mentioned, the Fortuna and Granados ended quick as fucks. And then, you know, you just had the twelve rounder following and then bam, that one was over in one. So that that was a short that was a short time span, man. No one could have predicted that. Short. Short. So even though, you know, I, I'm not mad at it. not mad at it. You know, we had had good seats. Like I said, I always like to be at the front of the top. You know, that's where I like. I feel more comfortable out there. And uh, so we had good seats and everything, and it was all right. Um, but I need my I, – I, I, felt, I felt cheated. At least I needed 50% back. And I could tell Spence, you know, he didn't want to do that. Fortuna, when he was walking out, he had to walk past the crowd laughing at him and shit. Like, they're ruthless. Now, this was now this was a hood affair. Now, you know, this wasn't no loss. They were laughing They were laughing at you Fortuna? My man oh, yeah, they were clowning him. Like, we were – this was like Showtime at the Apollo. Like, you know, they were going hard, like a deaf comedy jam, clowning them. This boy was just looking sad. I sort of felt sorry for wow. him because he had to go through. We're talking – this was, you know – this was a hood affair. This was ghetto paradise out here. And it was, uh, I had a good time. Besides the shortness, besides the impact of, you know, the fight, it was a pretty good event. Um, if uh, if they, I would suggest they have bigger fights, better fights there. And it's, uh, you know, they've got, it's a, like you said, a good event. Nice, nice. It's, uh, it's small, but it's got a lot of space. And, you know, you're able to see pretty much everything. They had a lot of stars there. A lot of people were out there. 
Um, so, you know, I call it I want my money back just for the effect. That's how I sort of felt. At the end of the day, it was all right. Boxing is boxing. You get one knock, one round knockouts all the time. So I ain't that mad. But, uh, yeah. Spence, um, as far as the fight, I mean, what can we say? This is the, the weakest Mexican I've ever seen. He's coming from Mexico. I thought he would at least be tough. He got hit, hit in the gut, then the shoulder blade. He was out of there. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's all we can say about that one, man. <sighs> that's kind of mean, man, saying he's the weakest Mexican ever. I mean, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of more weaker Mexicans out there. I, I can't put a finger on him right now, but um, I definitely feel what you're talking about. Because, um, you know, if that would have happened with me, yeah, I would have been upset. <laughs> I ain't going to lie. I was like, well, I mean, and like I said, the first part of me would be like, Willa, why wouldn't you, like, leave, like, you know, an extra hour ahead of time or something like that? But technically, when you got there, yeah, you should have had plenty of time. <laughs> you should have had plenty of time with the Fortuna fight uh, against uh, Granado to, to that one to prolong maybe – I mean, the way it was started looking, maybe you would have got five to six rounds of it. I'm not sure, but beforehand we might have thought it so was. So they only close. had they only had two fights on the uh, on the show. Yeah, the, they only the had broadcast. Okay. Yep. On the, so there was on another the fight. They only had those two. There was another. So I saw it was a fight before that. I'm trying. Let me look these guys up. It was for like the uh, bantamweight championship. So it was a championship fight. Um, oh yeah, yeah. That was, was uh, that was. I, I believe you're talking about. Uh, you're talking about um, the the Chucky, the guy that got his ass whipped by uh, Guillermo Rigondeaux, where they called it a disqualification right. or no contest at the end. Yeah, you're talking about that guy. Yeah, so when you mentioned him, I knew who you were talking about. But, uh, yeah, that, the only ones they had telecast is started off with Fortuna and Granados. So when it finished for me, you know, Showtime, it started at 6, and then – you know, the middle fight with those two bums, I don't even want to – I mean, that's just terrible, terrible, terrible co-main event from what I've seen. Uh, you know, both guys – one of them looked like he was fighting drunk and the other one looked like he was fighting with a concussion. So those two guys were straight clowns. But when it went to the main event, yeah, you really didn't have that much time in between. Damn near you only really paid for – I mean, not, not you saying you paid for it, but I'm just saying people paid whether their money or attention – Fan was really for one fight for 12 rounds, and the other one was, you know, basically just three rounds. That's it. You didn't get a full night in boxing because it ended so fucking quick. And that's why I mentioned how Triple G would say that he allowed people to hit him and would try to prolong rounds and all that shit so everybody could get their money's worth. And I don't know if there's truth to that, well, but I'm just saying. Well, Spence did say on an interview that I did see that he was uh, he was upset that the guy got a, a guy didn't get up, and if he would have got up that he was going to carry him for four rounds. Then knock him out. So well, that's cool. That's Spence, cool. Was, Spence was on that. He was on that Triple G, but he, he said he got, you know, he hit him. That shoulder blade shot uh, got him. Nothing he could do. Wow, that's crazy. All right. Well, um, you know what? You mentioned that we have our guys with us right here from uh, Long Beach out in our SoCal. California, a place in Southern California where I guess I got to check in anytime I go out there. Um, let's take it to JP and uh, and see what he thinks about this fight that happened because I'm sure he's got a, a take to 
to to go up off this to rebound off this whole conversation in his own. But uh, JP was going down, man. Um, you enjoying this weather as much as I am out here, bro? Hey, man. Uh, block talk, dog. Shit spinning. Oh shit! That, so just, yeah, let's uh, let's try this again. Talk, but uh, <laughs> yeah. So he hold on, hold on. Let's let's try. JP, give us a a, a sound whenever you uh, come through, because this whole blog talk is uh, sort of a bitch when we gotta be fucking with some prime time times. Uh, uh, apparently, um, let's try to keep it soft and simple with these guys, but the headache is just kind of messing with the material, which brings down the value of the show, and that's just something we don't really do too much, because you know. We got some of the best boxing correspondents around here, but when this blog talk starts messing with us, um, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a basketball game when referees ain't calling fouls, and we get frustrated, <laughs> you know. Well, yeah, man, just keep – hey, just, you got to keep on going. This just says service unavailable now. So just keep on talking. JP, Smoke, y'all hold on, man. We'll get it uh, – we'll get to y'all, man, for sure. Yeah, well, um, you know, the the um the whole deal, man, is I don't know how they can't get this shit right. It's so simple for these motherfuckers, but it's it's cool, it's whatever, right? We'll we'll, we'll figure it Barely. out. Barely. We'll run through it. And that, Barely. that was probably that was probably Oh, now we're having a barely fest. <laughs> yeah, that was probably the start of the show. Um yeah, I'm uh, I'm glad we could tweet a little bit extended. Uh since our president likes to tweet so much that we get okay, who's unmuted? Is that me? Because you know, um, well, it said unmuted, so hopefully that is what it is. Uh, um, Will, are you there with me, my guy? And he's not. That's fine. I could run through this right now until we figure it out. And um, I, like I said from the beginning of the show, apologize for the the uh, technical difficulties, folks. Did not expect anything like this to happen. Just expected to talk about a quick w- weekend wrap up of what went down. And you know, sometimes this whole bullshit of these fucking tech guys who can't get certain shit right, just is a pain in the ass. That's all it is. It's a thorn in the ass. I'm trying to talk about Spanton Ocampo. I'm back. And okay, all right, all right, you back. I, I just heard the unmute and I was like, well. Here we go with that shit. But uh, Willa, We're working I feel now. You, man. We got smoke, dog. We got smoke on. Smoke. Uh, yeah, I'm on. I'm on now, guys. Okay, all right. Hey, smoke, man. Thanks for staying with us, man. I'm, this whole blog talk radio bullshit giving us a headache, a thorn in the ass, and all that. But I'm glad you're with us, man. Um, now Willa's over here asking for his money back, and I'm over here like, well, it was quick work, and you know what? I'm never mad at quick work. Unless I was at the arena. You know, people used to complain about how when Mike Tyson would knock motherfuckers out so quick and blah, 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 when Manny Pacquiao knocked out Ricky Hatton, what was it, five minutes and 59 seconds, uh, people would be complaining. But I enjoyed it. But, uh, you know, Willa is making that three-hour drive. I probably would be a little upset. But <laughs> uh, your take on this whole Spence debacle that happened in only one round this past Saturday. Oh man, well I feel your pain, man. I feel your pain. But you gotta, man, you gotta get, you gotta get all your stuff. You gotta, I gotta have everything, your nachos, your beer, all that stuff, right, right before the fight starts, man. 
I would want my money back too, though. I ain't gonna lie. But as far as <laughs> as, as far as as far as as far as the sense that I, that's pretty much what we expected. I mean, um, that body shot was that was that that was that that Bernard Hopkins uh, Delahoya body shot there. Because uh, Carlos was the on the ground He was on the ground. He was on the ground, flopping like a fish. I mean, he he couldn't get up. He wanted to, but he just couldn't. That was that. It was that shot. That Lomachenko. Yeah, and I, as far as the undercards, I didn't. I didn't get a chance to see the uh, the fight live, so I didn't. I didn't get a chance to see none of those uh, fights. No, nah, no worries at all, man. It was just the whole. Um, I wouldn't necessarily call it the Bernard Hopkins De La Hoya shot because that one had a lot more pop to it. Like Spence's shot wasn't it was it wasn't silent per se, but when when Hopkins landed that shit on Oscar, that was a motherfucking shotgun that went off, <laughs> and that and Oscar was scream <laughs> he was screaming around on the ground, rolling around, kicking his legs like the little hoe that he is. And so, you know, that one was a little, a little bit more devastating. But Spence is a big puncher, man. He got rid of him. And, I mean, Ocampo, I'm not going to sit here and call him a bum. Um, he was, you know, a mandatory challenger, and he just got in the mix. He got in the wrong phone booth. You know what I mean? And, I mean, uh, even if he was to get out that first round or even if he was able to get up, I couldn't see Spence, you know, dragging him along for some rounds because he just hit too hard for that guy. Um, but... He definitely was. He definitely was, man. I mean, he tried to hang in there because when he was in the pocket with Spence, Spence still has, like I talk about with progression with Spence, I didn't see too much progression from him because, I mean, for one, we had a short, we had a one-round work, and for two, he wasn't worried about homeboy's power, so he's just going to walk him down and chop his ass up. And that's exactly what he did. So, um, you know, Spence did his work. And, I mean, it looked effective and, and it looked painful, and he brought the pain to that man. But I'm just, I just want to know how you see it because Terrence Crawford took to Twitter with a whole lot of laugh emojis as soon as that fight ended. Now, was it about that fight? I don't know. It might, I mean, one man would say, of course it was, because at the end of Terrence Crawford's fight last week, Errol Spence had tweeted right after that one, with the little emoji with the, uh, it's got the uh, the one little island brother, like the English brother's where, where it's like he's paying attention to something. So, if Crawford was really... The monocle. Really, yeah, that monocle, yeah, that, that old thing. So, you know, Spence was paying attention to Terrence Crawford after his fight with Horn. And then Crawford, after this fight, just had a bunch of laughing emojis, and that was it. So, I mean, let's just say hypothetically he was talking about the Spence fight. He wasn't impressed at all. I mean, where do you? Uh, how do you walk away from that fight looking at Errol Spence's performance? Do you give him, a, a, let's say, a letter grade on it, given the the competition being what it was? Well, you know, uh, shit. Showcase fight. You get the knockout. You get the A in the book of Willa. Like it or not, you know, like it or not, he gets the A. Did he progress? Uh, probably not. He didn't have to. This is the mandatory. I'm not mad at the fight. It was a showcase. He showcased that he's knocking boys out in uh, in one round. So, A, I give him an A, not an A plus because we didn't get to see anything. But he did exactly 
Well, he didn't do exactly what you're supposed to do, but he got the outcome that you're looking for when you're trying to showcase home in front of your home crowd. Uh, you know, he did a good job there, man. Me liking it or not doesn't take away from what what he did, you know, in front of in front of his home crowd for the first fight in uh, the Ford Arena out there in Fresno, Texas. So, a not mad, not mad at the emojis either. So we'll yeah, see, what man. Do you but think yeah, about what 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 do you think about what Crawford's uh, kind of laughing at right there? It seems like because Crawford's trainer was asked about what he thinks about, you know, fighting Earl Spence, and he said we'll fuck him up. So I mean, the Crawford camp is definitely confident going in, or, or, or a potential fight. I mean, a potential dream fight for us hardcore boxing fans with Spence and Terrence Crawford seems like that one's heating up a little bit. And uh, I mean, what do you think about Terrence Crawford's outlook of it? Because look, man. I'm over here trying to be on both sides of the fence and be like, I don't know if he was talking about Earl Spence. He might have seen some shit happen outside his house where he just tweets a bunch of laugh emojis. You never know. But we keep it real around here, man. And we know damn sure that Terrence Crawford was watching that Earl Spence fight and he took to Twitter with mad laugh emojis. Like, I mean, what do you think about that? Do you think he's seen something that we're not seeing? Hey, all that's got me thinking about is that jam that the amigos got that ah ah set up shop 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 of the cops ooh ooh oh man that's that jam that emoji jam but my bad um uh, hey Terrence Crawford is a dog what I didn't like what I didn't like is that old man uh, uh, during the uh, the uh, post post fight interview. Crawford name was brought up by what's his uh by Lance whatever his name is. I don't even I don't even know where I was. But Spence said nothing about him. Spence is now he, I don't think he's he said ducking. nothing. He said I don't think he's ducking because they're both they both you know, he said before before this fight an interview that I was watching, uh that it only makes sense that he gets these other two fights, these other two belts that are on his side, right? And that makes sense. So if you're going to do that, you probably don't want to mention the other guy's name just to bring out, you know, because you're going to, if you, if you do, you're not going to fight him. So you're just giving him a little more hype, making it, you know. But as a fan, you want to see him say something about it. They didn't say anything about it. I didn't like that at all. Uh, Crawford, he probably didn't like it. And now they're going to be able to say that he's ducking them. But we, I don't, I really don't think that is what it is. It makes sense for him to go ahead and get those other two belts. Uh, so, hey, you know, they're both dogs. It's going to happen. And after, you know, after he did say, you know, not on the not on the telecast, but on the interview, that the fight was going to happen, they both just needed to keep on keep on winning, and it's going to happen. But it just makes sense. He didn't say he wasn't ready. He didn't say he didn't respect him. He didn't say he didn't say nothing crazy. He didn't say he would uh, fuck him up like what's his name said, uh, like uh, Crawford Strainer said. So <clears throat> it'll happen. It ain't happening no time soon. Uh, not within the next probably year. Maybe we get at the end of next year or something like that, but hey, it was a dream. It was all a dream for a little bit. Now we're just going to see Crawford fight bums and uh, 
Yeah. And it's been to have exciting fights. So we'll see what happens. I mean, we know what's going to happen, but we'll see. Hopefully we'll get through that quickly, uh, sooner than later. Yeah, Brian McIntyre, uh, Terrence Crawford's trainer, a.k.a. Big Mac, was uh, talking all that heavy stuff, talking about, you know, they'll fuck everybody up right now as far as they're concerned. So um, uh, Danny Garcia and Sean Porter are tied up looking for the uh, vacant WBC title. Um, Keith Thurman still currently holds the other. Earl got one. Crawford got one. So the roots for these guys. Oh, they laugh. They laughed when Keith oh, Thurman's no. name was mentioned. Oh yeah, oh yeah. They they they're not he's, worried about Thurman. He's number one hated in Dallas. Yeah. No, I'm talking about the crowd. <laughs> he's number one hated in Dallas. Oh, the crowd. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. Because I mean, uh, 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 Big Mac was talking the same shit about uh, Keith Thurman. So um, you know, he he said Keith Thurman will fuck him up. Earl Spence will fuck him up. The easiest person in the division, Danny Garcia, will fuck him up. So you know, they're talking that big noise, man. And I mean. Hey man, when you got a fighter like Terrence Crawford who's as well rounded as Bud Crawford is, and he's got a guy being his mouthpiece, because we know Crawford's about that action. He ain't about that yapping. So, um, hey, we've seen it on display. And I, like I said, this right here, Crawford and Spence, will be a dream fight that probably won't happen this year. No way, no how. So, um, you know, uh, we're going to have to definitely see how these guys uh, go together. And um, you know, since we're on it, fuck it, we could uh, we could keep it pushing on that one uh, for the next topic being what's next for Crawford and Spence because we got guys out there like Amir Khan. Well, you know, you like Amir Khan; he's a tough guy. He's willing to get in the ring with uh, Bud Crawford and Earl Spence. Uh, Bob Arum threw Amir Khan out there for the next possible fight. One of five fighters. Um, the the list ain't really. Um, that great right now because guys are tied up. As I just mentioned, Danny Garcia and Sean Porter are both tied up for a fight that they got going on right or uh, coming up for the vacant WBC title. Um, but it looks like Bob Arum is looking to eye Terrence Crawford with Amir Khan. And Earl Spence came out saying that he wants to fight Jesse Vargas. Jesse Vargas, the guy that was getting pieced up by Adrian Broner. So um, both these guys looking like if things were made today, that's going to be the next fight for both of them. But there's still options down the line. Things can happen. Guys can get hurt. But making, uh, I wouldn't say business sense first, Amir Khan would probably be the number one target for both guys because everyone else is busy. Keith Thurman's hurt. Danny and Sean are tied up. Manny Pacquiao is tied up with some fight with Lucas Matisse. It looks like it's falling through right now, and it might not happen. But nonetheless, they're still in that tango together. And that takes out four guys automatically already. But now, after that, you go for the back end. Back end's got Jesse Vargas. Omar Figueroa, still undefeated. Adrian Broner, because he could still fuck around and make 147 really easy even though he probably won't. But there's still opportunity. But if you're mentioning those last guys in the bottom half of the top ten, who's the biggest name for them all? I think it is Amir Khan. Whoever gets Amir Khan is going to get an easy two, three million, whether it be Earl, 
Earl, Earl, or Terrence Crawford. But I mean, Willa, if if you can make the choice for who would be next, I mean, it's hard to say that Bud Crawford or Earl Spence would get people hyped if he was fighting Amir Khan because we know Earl Spence and Amir Khan are both knocking the fuck out. Or Earl Spence and Terrence Crawford are both knocking Amir Khan the fuck out. If only Amir Khan could survive from one of those two guys or, or both of them if, if, if a dream scenario because we know that he was ahead on Canelo and, and really schooling Canelo before he got chin checked. But I, I don't think it's a matter of if. I think it's a matter of when, whether it be Bud Crawford or the truth Earl Spence getting in the ring with Amir Khan. But who do you want to see go next? With either or guy, man, wasn't uh wasn't Amir Khan's name brought up during the post fight interview? I'm not one thousand percent sure on that one, my man. I think it was, but I'm not gonna put a I'm not gonna put a pin on it because, uh, you know, I was still after the post fight interview happened. There was uh you know a couple of uh, uh a little bit of fuckery going on there, and not on Jim Gray's standpoint okay. by everybody. Everybody was a little off point, especially Jerry Jones calling Earl Spence Aaron. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, the uh, post yeah, fight was all over. Yeah, they were. We did. I didn't really see, but uh, hey, I don't think Earl Spence should be afforded. Well, I guess he can't fight any any of the champions. But you know, another easy fight. I think he does need to fight. Uh, you know, Jesse Vargas. I guess that's an all right fight. Um. Amir Khan, that might be too easy. I don't know if he should be afforded a fight like that. But like you said, that is probably the biggest money, one of the you know, Amir Khan being one of the biggest names in the game. Uh, I'm not mad at anyone fight him, uh, any one of them fighting him. But it makes more sense for me if Crawford fights him. Uh, I think that's a, not a, really a test for Crawford, but it's something that he hasn't done at 147. While Spence has been, you know, he's fought, he, you know, he's fought in one at one point seven. He just got an easy fight. Uh, I don't want to see that fight for Spence. Uh, I will accept it for Crawford, even though I really don't want to see it. But I will accept it if they're not going to fight each other. And uh, yeah, we'll see, man. So it's all up to Keith Thurman. He needs to go ahead and either give up the belts or, or you know, or come on out and fight. So. I'm not mad at I, like I said. I'm not mad at at, at uh, Crawford fighting it, but I don't want to see Spence fighting. Spence needs to fight Vargas. He needs to fight. Hey, like you said, Broner, but Broner ain't doing that. But Broner was at the fight out there. Um, yeah. Or uh, yeah, what's yeah, his name? He's on PBC, right? Uh, cat from uh, out here. What's the the young cat? That's uh, undefeated. That you said Figueroa. Yeah, Omar Figueroa. Oh yeah, well, yeah. You know, Omar Figueroa, he's still there. Yeah, yeah, he's still out there undefeated out here. Uh, so yeah, hey, and, and you know that's what? Fight, Spence versus hey, well, that's the Texas fight. He 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 been wanting to fight Earl Spence because he got that W on Earl Spence in the amateurs. So he's been talking that smack. Hey, maybe that's why his name hasn't been mentioned because that's the Texas fight. That's another fight that you have. You had that in San Antonio. You had that in Dallas. You have that right here. That's another fight. So, you oh know, yeah, definitely. W- with them not saying it, maybe they maybe they scared of that work. Even though Figueroa, you know, I used to be hype on him, him being a Texas guy, but 
he's disappeared. Like he, you know, he's looked real weak at some point. So you he's know, drinking and driving, a, drinking and driving. Yeah, being a, a irresponsible scumbag that he is. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, I ain't gonna take it all the way there. But he's doing stuff that that has me sort of off of him. But uh, yeah, hey, like that, that's a alright fight. I wouldn't be mad at that. Like you said, and I'll make that drive to watch it. So, oh yeah, hey, fight to be made. Hey. I don't want to see him. I might, I might take that flight to go over there and see that. I don't care where it's at. I'd love to go see Omar Figueroa and get the shit beat out of him uh, by Earl Spence. That'd be, uh, uh, hey man, I'd be a, a, a fat, a fat boy with a big ass cake, chilling watching that one. So I love that. But um, we still got smoke yeah. dog with us, so we could uh, uh, see what he thinks about both these guys moving forward. Yeah, yeah, we got Smoke Dog and uh, and we got JP called back also. So let's, let's hit Smoke first. Okay, all right, well, uh, uh, Smoke Dog, hold on, let's uh, let's hold it for a second with Smoke. We'll go to you after JP since we had technical difficulties just going in by way of order. But uh, uh, let's take it to JP because we talked about this Spence fight and we put it together with what's next for Crawford and Spence, so we could kind of just correlate this whole bullshit down to one because it was only a one-round fight that's kind of leading into what's going on in the future with two guys who both currently hold straps in the welterweight division. But, JP, my man, I want to ask you first and foremost uh, um, how everything's going on with you because I know we're coming on a day later. And second, what you think about the Earl Spence fight and what lies ahead for Spence and Crawford down the road. Oh man, uh <clears throat> happy to be on with y'all fellas. Um glad to hear y'all here. Uh happy Father's Day, Willa. Um, R C you'll be a father it. one day, I'm sure. Um Hopefully. Spence. Uh Spence dude, I I I think I wanna say one thing. I think that it's good that we got a a black fighter, an African American fighter that has pay per view potential. And he's not having to be in character of any like hip hop villain, and you know this is something we haven't seen at least since Tyson. So it's de- definitely a testament to yeah. style. It's not always um, you know the people ain't supporting this particular fighter because he's black. I think it's more so um, a testament to people support. If you have a uh, come forward aggressive, hard hitting style. People are gonna want to see it, so um, that's the first thing there. Um, I'm going to ask Willa a few questions. So, Willa, you was at the event, is what I'm hearing, right? Yes, yes, I was there. All right, all right. So, like now, in from TV, in my estimation, it looked like they was fighting in like a fucking barn. That place looked huge, and it and didn't look like it was excitement. You couldn't feel it because I think, at least in my estimation, that the venue was too big for the kind of the the TV optics of it. But yeah, it, in the building, though, I it was a you in the building. Yeah, it was a was it, it was it building? was sort of a it was it's a, like a football place. So it was a place where they practiced football. So they were in the middle of a football field, but it was like maybe arena. Like, maybe, I've never been to an arena league, but I'm figuring this is probably how arena league would look. So it's like an arena league place. But it was popping in there, man. They had, yeah, it was, no, no, no. It was popping. People was in there standing up, 
It was people. It was like standing room only on the floor. It was packed in the floor. All the seats was was packed. It was popping in there. Though. It might have been too big, and I can understand that because it was like a lot of space in the back and where they where they were where the people were doing the uh, the uh, the the broadcast. They were sort of like off in the corner, and you know. But it was popping in there, man. I give I give Dallas credit on that. Okay, so and one of my favorite ways to kind of gauge if a guy's a a star or not is whether the ladies was out in full effect. That's how I judge um, kind of like pay per view potential. Do the women but, come out? Hey, JP. Oh, Willa, no. Willa said that he was. Willa said that he was with his woman at the event, so you know he had tunnel vision. Oh, hey, no, 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 I didn't have no tunnel vision. <laughs> We've already discussed this earlier. They were out there. B- uh, bubble butts everywhere. Like I said, this was a ghetto celebration. <laughs> was out, they was out here deep. They were out there dressed to impress. <laughs> hey, no, no. It was nice. Now, it wasn't Canelo. Now, there wasn't like, when I went to the Canelo fight, it was group, like groups of women walking into the fight. But Spence had them out there. It was tight, you know. It, like I said, it was it was a it was a ghetto uh, it was ghetto paradise out there. Dog. Mm, love it, love it, love it. I love to hear that. Now, <clears throat> you know, despite what people rather like to say about whatever reasoning the Charlos and shit is getting booed here in L.A., we all know what that shit about. They just don't like them because they black, and the majority of that crowd is Mexican. You know, what I mean? I, that's all I could figure. Because what what the hell not to like, you know? They knocking people out, but um, I, I don't think. I think what we're all pissed off about is that we didn't get any any chance to assess Errol. You know, we had this um, yep kind of dramatic fight with Crawford and Horn, and we got a, a big sample out of Crawford at one forty seven, and we all jumped over to the Terrence Crawford side of the fence. And we were like, you know, it's a lot of us like, hold on, hold on, we need to. In boxing, it's a constant reevaluation. Every time a guy comes out and he fights, you have to reevaluate him every time. That's just how it, how it goes. And we wanted to get a look at Errol, and we didn't. You know, we didn't get to see anything. Now, one, one nuance of the, of the fight is that I think Ocampo was coming off of some kind of momentum that Jaime Munguia, you know, brought in a mystery fighter from Mexico and toughness, and you never know what you get, like the, the adage of a box of chocolates with the Mexican fighters you never heard of. But unfortunately, this one was actually a cab driver, and, you know, we were thinking maybe he would be Jaime Munguia, but he wasn't. But um, aside from that, man, I'm excited about, oh, I wanted to mention um, Jerry Jones, you know, I, I hope no kids are listening, but man, Jerry just looked like he was in the back, beating the head with a a ounce <laughs> of coke on his balls, drinking scotch, <laughs> dealing with three hookers, and then came out and just like, well, yeah, if you hit a man on the back of his back, on the side of his back, and knock him down, you're a bad boy. You know what I mean? I enjoy Jerry Jones' ass being rich like that, and just don't give a fuck. So yeah, Errol is—he looked like he got a. Sky's the limit, you know. Sky's the limit, man. So you got the endorsement of Jerry Jones, one of the richest motherfuckers around. So, what else could you ask for? I would ask for I would ask for if he could get his first name right because he called him Aaron instead of Earl. So yeah, that's oh, how you man. know Jerry Jones is in the back. 
fucking round or just <laughs> Alzheimer's kicking in, whichever or. <laughs> Oh, yeah, man, buddy. I enjoyed it, buddy. It's, it's, everything's looking great. Uh, but, you know, you asked me if we're talking about that Terrence Crawford. You know, I got a whole different story for that one, and we'll save those for another time. All right, all right, there it is. Um, <laughs> well, uh, you know, we got, um, I wouldn't say controversial or anything like that. But it's always a perspective of a man who talks about consistency so much. So when uh, we talk about Earl Spence and Terrence Crawford and, um, I mean, even bringing up the Charlos, um, a good point by JP, by the way, because I, I agree with what he said about why people were booing over at Staples because there was a lot of people out there that were there for Leo Santa Cruz and Abner Mares, and we know what kind of fights out they like to see. Good point. But let's take it to the Pacific Northwest real quick because I know that Seattle signs, sometimes he's just all over the place. I'm not sure what this guy's thinking sometimes, but he always has an in-depth perspective of where he's paying attention to a lot of mannerisms, uh, flaws, and everything that be, whether it be a pro and con style of when it's in the ring of what he's paying attention to. Now, time, Earl Spence made quick work out of Ocampos this week in one round, and as JP mentioned, we cannot assess the, the, the what we had to witness on display for a whole lot of a big sample value like we got from Terrence Crawford, because what we got from Terrence Crawford was, oh yeah, his power does follow in a new division, clip-loaded, Bad man, and yeah, the welterweight division has a problem on their hands when it comes to Terrence Crawford moving up. But when we looked at Spence's fight, we didn't get too much to evaluate from it because Spence just walked man down and put him out with a body shot, and then uh, another shot uh, somewhere around the, the, the back of the body and shoulder. But Willa couldn't even get back to his seat. So, Sam, we're talking about Spence and Ocampos. And what's next for Spence and Terrence Crawford, being that it is that these two guys have a possibility for a dream fight for hardcore boxing fans somewhere in the near future because both guys want smoke from everybody. And it doesn't seem like they're ducking anybody. So your take on that, my man. You said smoke from everybody? I mean, I don't know. Uh not to reassess that situation. I mean, you know, uh, I heard JP say a couple things that, that kind of had me scratching my head. And, you know, uh, you know, he said, you know, why would – I don't think anybody hates the Charlos, but he said something about they knocking everybody out. Well, they didn't knock out the Trout. Each one of them had a chance to knock out Trout. Neither of them did it. That's what I saw, you know. You know, they're good at what they do. You know, they knock out guys that should be knocked out. But, man, old Trout, man, old Trout got, got away with it both times, you know. Not even close, you know. That's what I saw. But, uh, you know, um, when it comes to uh, Spence and Crawford, man, great fight, man. Spence did what he's supposed to do. Ocampo didn't have a chance. Uh, 
he knew he came in there for a paycheck, and uh, uh, you know, they're both going to go on their own paths. You know, Crawford's going to do his thing for a little bit. Spence is going to do his thing, and uh, you know, we'll see what happens. I mean, I don't need to really, you know, reassess, uh, you know, both of those guys as far as fight for fight. You know, as, unless I see the climb. As long as I don't see the climb, I mean, I'm pretty sure I know what's going to happen once Crawford and Spence fights. And, uh, you know, my whole thing is if what I think is going to happen, happens, I don't want to start hearing that, oh, now he has to start moving up weight, now it's this guy, now it's that guy. You know, give the give the man his respect. You know, respect the fact that he's been doing his thing, multiple weight classes, and that, uh, if he wants to keep it going, he's going to keep it going. But, uh, you know, it should be a great fight, man. You know, um, hopefully, uh, you know, the winner of uh, Garcia Porter, because that's who uh, Spence is the most interested in, uh, fights him pretty soon after. And uh, Keith Thurman comes back from his uh, world tour. And then uh, <laughs> we get the ball rolling. You know, that, that's what it's about. It's about getting the ball rolling. And then uh, you can start seeing these fights, you know. But what what I do know is yep. uh, there's there's two fighters, but there's one there's only one double standard on the one fighter. And, you know, he's going he's gonna to keep doing his thing and he's going to keep it going. So, uh, and uh, hopefully when the time comes and the job gets done, he gets his full credit. And if he doesn't, then uh, you're just a faulty. You guys are just faulty and uh, might as well find another sport to watch. And what are you alluding to, good sir? I'm not alluding to nothing. I'm just saying that, uh, you know, um, you know, hey, a lot of good fighters, man, right now. A lot of good fighters, especially at welterweight and, uh, uh, you know, um, it's not going to come down to size and strength. It's going to come down to, uh, you know, brains and uh, versatility. And uh, we'll see who has the best of that, you know. I mean, people act like they haven't seen, you know, certain guys move up the weight and this and that and, you know, can't do certain things when you come up in weight. No, you know, if you're if you're at that level, you can do it, you know, just – as long as you, you know, uh, a high level of intensity and training, you have a great game plan, you know, there is a there is a limit, but it's not necessarily going to be welterweight. And uh, with Bud Crawford, that's going to be the case, you know. But Bud Crawford is going to be the best welterweight as long as he keeps doing what he's going to do. You know, Spence is very good. Spence is a beast, but uh, – He's not going to beat Bud Crawford if Bud Crawford keeps doing what he's doing. Well, I mean, uh, I I see what you're saying because Spence has had that style. And even Spence mentioned it himself, talking about Terrence Crawford, saying that, you know, he's uh, he's just going to – basically he's bigger than him and he's just going to beat him up, quote-unquote. So, to me, it sounds like he's going to keep that same style no difference in game plan when it comes to what he wants to do to, to to Crawford. So I'm not so sure how that looks. 
I'm not sure. I'm not so sure how that goes because both these guys, like I say, I wouldn't call it a dream fight for Hardcore for no reason because I feel it really is a dream fight potential if this fight gets made, and it will definitely be pay per view. And a lot of people say that, you know, boxing fans say that you know two black fighters can't have a, a great pay per view because of the perspective that's given for for whatever reason. But we looking at right now, you you covered the 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 fight with Ocampos and how he was there for a paycheck. We, yeah, we've seen it. But moving forward for both guys, Crawford is saying, or, or actually Crawford's promoter, Bob Arum, is saying that Amir Khan is looking like what makes most sense right now because a lot of the top welterweights in the game, like we mentioned, Danny Garcia and Sean Porter, are they're, they're tied up. Manny Pacquiao, he's still, whether we know he's washed up and he's not acne out no more, um, he's tied up with Lucas Matisse, who is another player in the game, so to speak. Whether he's a pawn or whatever, I don't care, but he's still up there. Those are four guys that's taken out of the equation off top, or actually five guys taken out the equation off top, being Keith Thurman doing his world tour. I think he's playing, you know, ping pong in Japan right now. But those five guys taken off, <laughs> those guys taken off top right now, so uh, Spence is talking about fighting Jesse Vargas. You know, Jesse Vargas, the guy Bronner was piecing up. And Aram is talking about Amir Khan for Terrence Crawford. I mean, how do you, where do you see both fighters moving forward and who they could get for, you know, and not only the, the big payday, but to get some clout because a lot of people out there are looking at, like, Terrence Crawford is taking the easy route. And if he was to get a fight with Amir Khan, pretty sure everybody's going with Terrence Crawford in the fight with Amir Khan think it's easy work. And, you know, Spence, as I mentioned, with a cheap shot saying that Adrian Bronner was piecing him up. If AB's piecing him up, what's Earl Spence going to do? Wh- where do you see both fighters moving forward, and do you think that we get this, this uh, the train rolled behind Crawford Spence moving forward within 2019? Because it's definitely not happening this year. Well, I mean, as far as... Uh piecing them up, I mean, was he giving Jesse Vargas a good piece of good fried chicken? I mean, because I, I didn't see him piecing up, you know, punches. I mean, I don't know. I didn't see that. Maybe you've seen it, you know. Maybe I need to get my eyes checked. I mean, but you, you, guy. Must miss that seventh, seen it. you must miss that seventh or eighth round where Bronner was. I mean, damn you know, you know but he, I mean, yeah. it's a he had to sleep in his eyes. Yeah, we 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 don't we don't do the we don't do the uh, moral victories, man. You gotta you gotta be able to put it put it together and keep it going. You know, you do it for one or two rounds, that's kind of uh, you know moral victory. That's kind of uh, you know, hey, rah rah rah. Oh my God, you actually showed me something. I believe in you more than you believe in yourself. Oh my God, thank you, <laughs> thank you for giving me something. You know, it's like you know, but. Um, you know, Vargas, Vargas and um, Spence, I mean, that's a good fight to keep them busy. I mean, I guess, you know, good fight. Um, Crawford and Khan, I mean, to be honest, that's probably the harder fight. Khan's going to, if Crawford's going to fight Khan, Khan's going to give Crawford actually a little bit of a problem. You know? I mean, he's taller than Rangers. He's faster. And, uh, you know, uh, Crawford's going to have to close distance on him and catch him. But uh, you know, Crawford don't Crawford don't handle his business. But uh, you know, I mean, you know, they they trying to build that fight, and I get it. You know, that that's the fight that uh everybody wants to see. But 
I mean, the thing about it is it's hard to build up a fight when the fight is being brought up to a fighter and then the fighter only wants to talk about a fight coming up, which is Porter and Garcia, you know? So we can't make you want to fight somebody. We can't make you want to promote a fight. So, you know, Spence, you know, I'm not saying, no, Spence ain't scared. Definitely Spence ain't scared of Crawford, but he definitely didn't want to answer the Crawford question for whatever reason. It's on record. It's on video. So people can say whatever they want. And, uh, you know, you're supposed to be the body snatcher, but you obviously wasn't interested in, you know, snatching Crawford's body, at least next. So, uh, you know, we'll see. Vargas, good fight. You know, Khan, good fight. And, uh, you know, build it up. You know, um, he wants to fight Porter Garcia, winner. I mean, is Porter and Garcia going to fight Spence? Uh, man, if I had to bet on it, I would probably say Garcia fights uh, Spence before Porter fights um, Spence just because it seems like they, the Porters um, have a lot of more, a lot more um, longer answers. You know, it's a simple question. Do you want to make the fight or not? You know, it's yes or no and this and that. But uh, I think Garcia, you know, the way Garcia's been talking recently, it's, it's like, yeah, we, we can fight. I'm, I'm trying to get this WBC belt back. And, you know, if I win it, you know, I'm going to, you know, I'm ready to go. The Porters, it seems like they're a little bit more strategic about it. I don't know exactly why. Maybe they're trying to get Keith Thurman coming off a layoff. They can try to get a quick win over Keith Thurman, and uh, which is kind of weak. I mean, you know, if you want to beat him, beat him at his best. But uh, because last time, you know, supposedly you you went and called insurance companies and all this shit and all that, but then time came. <laughs> when the time came, you know, Ponytail came and got it done and whooped that ass, midget. He got you, midget. He he whooped you, midget. So, <laughs> easy, you easy. take that L. You know, so uh, we'll see about that. You know, you know, but uh, ponytail. I don't, I don't know what's going on with him, man. Hopefully, he comes back without a ponytail and he's ready to fight. But as far as uh, his history with Sean Porter, he's got that win. He's got a he got his win over Garcia, and you can't take that away. But as far as uh, moving forward, he's looking a lot like Kawhi Leonard. Oh man. <laughs> And I, and I know that I know that means something because you were one of the guys, uh, you know, giving Keith Thurman his due. Like, yo, this is the guy, and if he's hurt, then he's hurt. Like, yo, give him a break. Um, ain't no telling if we get Keith Thurman back. I don't want to say that the guy's done for because he, you know, got married and he's doing his world tour. And like I said, uh, reports about him playing ping pong in Japan and shit. So who knows what Keith Thurman's on right now? We definitely need him back in the mix. Um, but just to hypothetically speak, because, I mean, I wouldn't say hypothetically like it's far out, but Manny Pacquiao and Lucas Matisse, it looks like that fight's falling apart. Uh, any chance you give either Pacquiao or um, or Lucas Matisse against either or, or it's not giving them a chance, not necessarily giving a chance to win, but giving them some actual rounds instead of a one-round a showcase like we seen this last Saturday for Earl Spence. Against who? 
Either or, because they're both going to be looking for who's competition either or? at the same time. Saying who's that? So what are you talking about? Who, oh, we're talking or? about uh, Spence and Crawford. Spence Crawford and uh, Pacquiao uh, Matisse. I mean, rhetorical question. If if either of them going to win rounds or have a chance of winning the fight, they wouldn't be fighting each other. You know? They know they can't win that fight. Those little old dudes know what's up. They trying to they they trying to win paper titles and all that stuff. I mean, you know you know Manny Pacquiao went to Australia not to 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 try to prevent himself from an ass whooping and still got his ass whooped. You know people are gonna say, oh well he got robbed. He didn't get robbed, homeboy. He didn't get robbed. It was a close fight. Yeah, it could have went either way, but he didn't get robbed. Warren could have won it. Pacquiao could have won it. I'm gonna say ass whooping just because I feel like it. Was it really ass whooping? Probably not. It was a close fight, you know, but he didn't get robbed, and that's the reason why he didn't take the immediate rematch. Now he's trying to, you know, finagle his way into another paper title because he don't want that work. He don't want that work for anybody at welterweight that can re- that can really bring it. He want to fight Lucas Matisse. Okay, cool, cool. 35, 34, 35-year-old uh, small welterweight who's got his ass whooped before, and is not really a welterweight. Okay, cool. But, yeah, you know, the big dogs, the big dogs, the Huskies, oh, he don't want that. He knows that. He knows that. You know, he's trying to make a little bit more money. You know what I'm saying? He's got some, you know, reported money problems or whatever. But, uh, yeah, them them dudes know what time it is, man. They, you know, and I'm not even going to hate, man. Get your money. Get your wins. But, you know, also stay in your lane. Because if you don't, you might lose your license. No. <laughs> no, I feel you on that. Willa, anything you want to follow up with time on that before we move on to the what's taking so long for old Eddie Hearn who said there was going to be a contract sent out last week? Uh, No, not really. I don't know. We, we mentioned Pacquiao. Pacquiao is at, at the end of his tenure. We shouldn't be bringing his name up with uh, with the top dogs, with these young brothers, with the uh, with these chips out here. Uh, yeah, we shouldn't be bringing his name. That's all I should say. But no, but he's in, but he's in discussion as far as top, you know, the he top ain't in ten no discussion. of He's not right, taking he's any of those fights. The... No, no, no. He's not taking any of those fights. He, we're discussing them, but he's not discussing those fights. Somebody tried to discuss that with Manny Pacquiao. That's not in the discussion. Hey, Will, be, so, be nice. Stop being nice, man. Tell the truth. When those names come up on the contract, he's crossing off all those names. Yeah, that's yeah, that's what I say. Yeah, he's he's not discussing that. He's like, no, that's not in discussion. We'll di- we'll discuss it. But Manny Pacquiao. We'll go to Malaysia and fight Lucas Matisse. Hey. Like, okay, yeah, dude. we're not even discussing Damn. that. He didn't even really want to discuss fighting Horn. Yeah, man, real talk. I mean, somehow, if you get robbed and you claim robbery, then you shouldn't have no problem fighting the guy in the media rematch. He didn't even want their media rematch because, you know, you know, you know, he's he if if Horn is good he at one the science thing, behind him. he's 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 rugged. You know, he's rugged. He comes in with his head and he's physical. You know, that made a lot of people in America start thinking that he was just gonna rag dog Crawford. But you know, I mean, hey. They had to learn the hard way because Horn got destroyed, destroyed. Even when he tried to lead in with his head, 
you know. There was a couple times in that fight, man. He came in straight with his head, man. It wasn't no jab. It was straight horn head coming straight at you. <laughs> and Crawford got out the way, you know, and he still <laughs> whooped his ass. Hey, Willa, that kind of reminds me of, uh, um, like uh, like we mentioned that last week when I, 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 was, uh, I wasn't able to do the show, but how Janelle, when I was listening, you talked to Janelle about it. I'm sorry, Janelle, I got to put you on blast real quick, you know. Usually he's here to defend himself, but I don't care. You know, um, a lot of Americans, like, uh, you know, after that Pacquiao fight, might thought that Horn would have gave some tough work. Are we automatically – I mean, I don't know if Janelle will. I, I mean, what he said previous before the fight and then what happened. I mean, we throwing Jeff Horn out the back window right now because he could – I mean, like we're talking about, when we talk about the top five in the division, we're talking about Keith Thurman, Danny Garcia, Sean Porter. And then you're talking about Crawford and Spence. That's five. And then when you go from the back end, now the back end is it's definitely top heavy. But when you go from the back end – like Willie, you talking about Pacquiao ain't, ain't in the discussion, but you know, back in speakingly, you know, he he's there. But you know, it's kind of funny how you mentioned that because um, I don't know, man. It sounds like Janelle's got a personal agenda for Terrence Crawford, or he's just a, a, a Jeff Horn fan. But we throwing Jeff Horn out the window right now for uh, that 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 performance against uh, Terrence. If you, Crawford. If you were, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. If you were a Jeff Horn fan, then that means you have a Crawford agenda. I mean. You... <laughs> You can't have one without the other. <laughs> if you a Jeff Horn fan and you live in America, that means you have the Crawford agenda. I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> you can't have one without the other. I mean, just you know, let's stop. Let's stop with that sugar coat, man. You know, but well, yeah. hey, I'm just saying because I know Janelle. Well, like I said, I I I heard the show when uh, Willa and Janelle did it, and I just thought that. Uh, I don't know. Like I'm not. I, I'm not sure if Janelle really don't has an agenda against Crawford, but he was one of the few guys uh, speaking about you know, uh, um, uh, Horn really gonna give uh, a rude awakening for Terrence Crawford, so to speak. You know, um, my man's in the fight game. Maybe you know. Looking well, at Crawford must be uh, uh, suffering from insomnia. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Because he ain't going to sleep, and he's damn near damn near not waking up. So, you know what I mean? Because he's fine. So, I don't know. Awakening. I mean, shit. He was a he was woke. He was woke. <laughs> well, I like to think that all of us are woke when we over here talking. Because when we talking about dudes that ain't woke, we talking about in this sport. We talking about the casual fan base who will look at Gennady Golovkin wearing Jordan brand and thinking that he's a dope fighter, just because you know, you know he beat up Vanes Matarosin or whatever, whatever. But um, no, uh, I, I'm just looking at it like Crawford is getting downplayed a lot because of the names on his record. Because if you're looking at Crawford's biggest name on the record, you're talking about like Gamboa or or whatever, whatever. He cleared out the division now. Jeff Horn, I mean, I'm not going to ask you what your scorecard was, time because I know you have a Filipino hate for Manny Pacquiao. But, um, yeah, I mean, uh, we're talking about the backhand half of both guys because obviously we know Amir Khan's chinny. And we know that if either Spence or Crawford's connecting with a clip loaded to his chinny, chin, chin, he's going to sleep, sleep, sleep. 
Jesse Vargas signed, got pieced up by Adrian Broner. So I'm just looking for what's the next best fight for both guys because, like I said, whether we want to admit or not, or whether we want to think that Pacquiao's crossing off names off the list, the backhand half of the welterweight division is going to be open for Crawford or Spence because I thought we were going to have a retirement home beatdown for either Pacquiao or Lucas Matisse, but that one's falling apart. So I'm just trying to figure out from a business standpoint, let's say Willa, you can go first and then Simon, you go after JP and and Smoke. Like what is the best thing for both fighters to do? Because we're obviously not going to get Crawford and Spence in 2018. It's just not going to happen. Willa? Um, I think, uh, like I said, I think Crawford should go ahead and fight who he can. That's bums over there on HBO. That's con. That <laughs> who else? I don't even know who that is. Uh, Spence, like I said, he needs to he needs to fight somebody that's worth a damn. Uh, he already got his easy fight. I don't want to see him fighting con. I want to see him fight. Uh, my, like what's my man's name again? Figueroa out here in Texas. That's really what I want to see right now. Oh yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. Sean, if you're both guys promoters, who are you going towards? What are you looking forward to next with both guys as far as a business standpoint? I would love to see Crawford Brown. You know, that's a good fight, you know. Uh, oh, you would love that. That's that's not a good fight. What are you talking about, man? Broner's going through all kind of mental problems right now, and you want to get him in the ring with the, one of the best fighters in the world, Terrence Crawford. I mean, you know, I'm looking at the business part of it. I'm like, that would sell, you know. Uh, get another rapper to to say that. Uh, what what did, what did the rapper say before? Little guy, Rainbow. What do you say? Um, clown. Get another rapper. <laughs> Talk about to say Takashi. Broner's a clown. Yeah. Get another uh, rapper to say Broner's a clown. The week of the fight, sell the fight, and then uh, have Crawford Broner, and then have Crawford uh, shut him out. You know. You know, get get okay. get Crawford, get in a quick no hitter real quick on a uh, Broner, and then uh, move on to the next. All right, okay, all right. Well, let's go to Smoke before we go to JP because uh, Smoke was in order. So Smoke, we have possibility of whether it be Crawford against Amir Khan, which was what Bob Aaron was talking about. And Errol Spence, who is on record for calling out Jesse Vargas, the guy that Adrian Broner was piecing up for seven rounds. I mean, who knows if those fights happen, but we do know one thing. That Manny Pacquiao and Lucas Matisse fight that is supposed to happen overseas, wherever the fuck it was at. Not sure right now, top of my head. But we know we got those guys that's looking like they're options, viable options. As far as money-wise, when you're talking about Pacquiao, because you're definitely going to get some money fighting Pacquiao just because of the name, the name alone. And then some people out there still think that Lucas Matisse is tough. Shit, some people out there even predicted Lucas Matisse to beat Danny Garcia. You know, they look at him like the machine. But if you're in the business standpoint from both fighters, 
where are you looking at to get the most money and not necessarily the easiest win, but just to get that clout leading up to a possible Spence Crawford or Crawford Spence fight in 2019. I would have to uh, agree with uh, Sam. Um, a Broner fight, a Khan fight, anybody with a name at this point, if it's all about the business, but as far as them two in the future, I wouldn't really care who they fought as long as it's not a, a Rod Selka type because I know these two guys are going to eventually meet up and fight, unlike a U.K. brother that doesn't want to see a guy from Tuscaloosa, Alabama. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> Are we going I, to that next? I just know that they're going to end up fighting. So I would, it's, I would like to, to tell you the truth. I would like to see it build up just because I know it could be a big money fight. You know what I'm saying? But as long as they're not fighting any broad cycle types until these guys meet up, I, I don't I don't I don't mind what they do. Yo, Smoke, um no, I agree with you. I agree with you. Um maybe not about the Adrian Broner thing because I know you got you and Sign might be right because Broner is a big name, but just Broner's just he's in the uh he's in the Canelo catchweight type of game right now. He's in the catchweight game right now. So who knows what he's got moving forward. But um as far as Spence and 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 uh, and Crawford, yeah, we know it's in the foreseeable future. I mean, um, I haven't asked anybody, but I mean, from us being hardcore boxing fans, and the the difference of this one being that Earl Sp- or uh, Terrence Crawford has the ESPN deal with the uh, top rank, so who knows what if it goes to this or not? But do you think maybe this fight could be a pay per view fight? Because hey, look. I'm going to just put it out there right now. I think it should be a pay-per-view fight. I'm not going to leave you this one to stand the flag by yourself, but I think it should be a pay-per-view fight because we're talking about what I call the dream fight between Earl Spence and Terrence Crawford. Um, but, shit, I might be on the, the boat alone. But should that one be a pay-per-view, or do we think we could get this one figured out, whether it be on ESPN Plus like we've seen with Horn and Crawford or on Showtime and just have that shit go down like we probably would see with the – Another foreseeable fight like uh, you know, a Charlo and Hurd. We know that one ain't gonna be pay per view. So, um, but you think this one has the possibility to go to pay per view and have some success, which being Crawford and Spence. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you guys can educate me, what is uh, is Spence does Spence have an exclusive deal with um, Showtime? Yes, he's. he's, he's, he's uh, I won't say exclusive. I would say more like. Hey, fight by fight, you know, kind of like I was, you know, fight by fight. You know, Heyman is running his career, so Heyman's with Showtime. So yeah, fight by fight in that sense. Like if Heyman, if Heyman's like, hey, we're gonna move here, they're gonna move there. You know what I'm saying? But right now, Showtime is where they're doing their business. You know what I mean? So even at this point, the fight can't even happen anyway. So. I mean, no, nah, it could happen because, you know, uh, Floyd was Showtime and, you know, Pacquiao was HBO. It, it could happen, but the thing it is. It could happen, but that fight, this fight is not at that magnitude as yeah. that, yeah. where uh, everybody's just going to get together and sit at the table and put all the bullshit aside and say, we need to get this fight done. Yeah, because that fight, that fight is not happening on ESPN+. <laughs> Let's get that out of the way. <laughs> you know, <laughs> hey man, <laughs> just saying. Both those, hey, both those, 
both those guys will take a year off. They'll they'll leave and those both of those guys if they try to negotiate that fight on ESPN Plus, both those guys are gonna leave and play baseball for a year. You know what I'm saying? Like that, it's not happening. But you know, if it does happen, it's gonna be pay per view. It's gonna be built up and this and that. And you know, I mean, Spence already already said he said this fight's not gonna happen until uh, I win these titles. You know, he was talking about the Thurman title, and then the even though it's kind of a you know they're fighting for I believe the interim, but uh, you know the title from Porter Garcia. So. Yeah, a year and a half, uh, two years from now, it's not it, until it happens, you know. But um, it's going to be pay-per-view. Um, and, uh, yeah, you know, I mean, if if they could have, if they could make, uh, you know, Pacquiao Mayweather with those type of egos and all that, you know, Spanson, you know, Crawford, from what I see, they're not big egos. They're not going to be real hard to negotiate. So I don't think that fight's going to be hard to make. It's just going to be more about when it's right, when it's, uh, you know, ready to make some good money on pay-per-view. Cool. That's it for me. Yeah, no, no, definitely, man. appreciate that, Smoke. Um, mm-hmm. And fine, for sure. No, hey, hey, man, they putting, uh, they putting your man Jeff Horn who beat Manny Pacquiao, or beat the shit out of Manny Pacquiao, like you say, on ESPN+. Plus. So why, they, why, they, why, they, why can't they put someone else? on ESPN Plus, but, um, you know, it's all good. Um, but, yo, let's uh, smoke stick with us because we mentioned this one real quick, and I was okay. going to go to JP, but I think he's gone. But check it out. Eddie Hearn all last talking about we will have a contract sent to Deontay Wilder, don't worry, what the fuck's going on here, all that. He talks all this big game. Joshua, wanted the money. he want money up front. They wanted to see if the money was good or not. Look, if I was to say, look, fine, I bet you Danny Garcia beats the shit out Sean Porter. And I'll bet you a million dollars. I ain't got a million dollars. But he going to look into it. They went and checked with the money being from Shelly Finkel, and the money's there. So Deontay Wilder, money they're talking about bringing up, is there. And they're trying to go to the overseas. And you know what? We're going to have to pause real quick because I was getting ready to go into the Deontay Wilder, Anthony Joshua sequel where this whole nonsense about a contract being sent and it ain't being sent yet even though Deontay Wilder's taking the flat fee. But Willa, we got Janelle here to defend himself about this Terrence Crawford I don't want to call it an agenda, but I feel like I want to call it an agenda because how my man's just speaking on Terrence Crawford. But, Janelle, I'll never be on that. Hey, y'all bugging, man. Something. Hey, y'all be, hey, y'all <laughs> be bugging. How am I sleeping Janelle, on? Hold up, hold up, hold up. Hold up, Janelle. Hold on, man. I was going to say I'm not going to be on no sucker shit and say something when you're not here opposed to when you are here. But – What's up with what you got to say about Terrence Crawford, and what? Um, how do you feel about what's moving forward for him and Spence? Because as we mentioned, Spence he didn't really talk about Crawford when they asked about what's for the foreseeable future, whether that's being a build up or not for debate. 
because I don't think that Spence is scared of Crawford and just going to duck the question, maybe just looking down the road. But, yo, Janelle, talk to me about this Terrence Crawford, Earl Spence thing that you got going because uh, you've been going against Terrence Crawford a little bit here on the uh, archives, as we like to mention. Go ahead and defend yourself, my man. Well, one, Errol Spence said that he's going to unify the division first, and then he's going to fight Crawford. It's an interview out there where he clearly says it. Two, how am I sleeping on Crawford when I pick Crawford to win against Horn? And going into that fight, I had Crawford and still got Crawford as the best fighter in the world. I was just sleeping on him. I told you, like, um, uh, uh, years ago, I wasn't sold on him because of the fact the whole Gamble situation, I felt like that if Gamble was a natural lightweight, I thought he would have beaten Crawford that night. But all Crawford did was overpower him. He just started posing his natural side of strength advantage. But Gamble looked like he had he had his number for a while. But, again, you know what I'm saying? So, And after that, I wasn't completely sold on until the Paul Stoll fight. I picked Paul Stoll to win, yes, but he proved me wrong. And I, and, and I was sold on Crawford since. I was a tall, linky guy, and um, and he showed that he could be the tall, linky guy than he is. And and I was so sent. I had him as everybody jocking. Lomachenko saying, about how he's pound pound the best in the world. I was like, no, Crawford's the pound pound best in the world. You know what I'm saying? How is that sleeping on Crawford? But I don't know, y'all just, they're not here. Right, who wants to step in? Who, who, wants to, who wants to go walk up the stairs? I can do it, but I really don't want to do it. Who wants to really I'm break it down? First. No, I'll go, no, go first. I'll go, I go, I go first because I, I was the one talking about it. Yo, Janelle, so last week I wasn't able to do the show because I was in L.A., whatever, whatever. Um, but I heard you talking about, you know, um, I, I can't exactly remember who it was, but you said that one of these guys in the division will be able to stop him with body shots and that. Sean Porter might give him some tough work, and you don't know how he'll make it on there. Yeah, and I know you're yeah. saying he's. That's why I said it. I said that okay, it's not going to be easy for my 147 to win with some lightweights. And I admit that all the top guys will give him a difficult fight. I'm saying it's not going to be as easy. That's all I'm saying. It's like that. You know what I'm saying? Like it's horn, like how right. keep it on him. Yeah, like horn. Huh? Like horn. I said horn. horn I said horn was a rough fight for the first four rounds. I said for the. Oh, you said he was a top five welterweight and he would give him problems and there was no problems. I said for Not the first all. four rounds. I said for I said for the first four rounds. I, but I the fact Crawford that you said four fight. rounds is, pick, is a violation. I still pick Crawford. I still pick Crawford to win the fight. It's and like I'm all wild cool, man. I, I, hey, I'm naming all your violations. It's it's like like I, no, 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 no. Come on, talk, come on. I'm speaking. It's like after the fucking uh, uh, Wilder Ortiz fight. I was the only one that picked Ortiz was going to get wild the problems. I was the only one that said that. I was the only one that said, oh, too old, he's too old. You're, you're also yeah, the only one that thought he would go 12 rounds. You actually thought an old-ass dude would go 12 rounds. I said Wilder was going to win anyway. I had Wilder winning anyway. I picked he him to win regardless. Hey, hey, relax, relax. Still, still, like, I like, picked hey, the man to win regardless. I wouldn't have betted that Ortiz was going to win the fight because I knew hey, he was going to lose. Hey, Hey, but Come this on, is not that. Hey, 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 calm down, calm down, I dude. Just, it's not about moral victories. It's about almost you either get it done car. or you don't. I just came back from training. I caught a muscle contraction hey. on the road. <laughs> no, no. And, I was, and I almost crashed my, I almost my fucking car, and now I got to hit this bullshit. Come on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> hey, Janelle, no, 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 Janelle. I bet down. you we did. Hey. Driving off crazy right now. <laughs> hey, man, no, no, you were working Janelle. on all the things Jeff Horn did wrong. <laughs> 
He did everything wrong. Five, everything five, wrong. Five, five I think what five, it was. Look, look, Janelle. No, don't look, look, Janelle. I don't want you to feel attacked or nothing like that because I know you said that uh, Bud Crawford is the, I mean, best Crawford pound in the world, right? I look at him, I look at him as one of the best fighters in the world. He got, he got all the boxes checked. I thought he was just a bully when he beat up Gamboa, but exactly. everything he's been doing ever since then, he's been proving me wrong. And I wouldn't say necessarily wrong, but he's been showing me his worth and showing that he is that damn good. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, but I'm just curious. I'm just curious. I'm just curious um, because, you know, just uh, I think he's going to do well at 147, and I think that he's more skilled than everybody at 147. And, I mean, I didn't, need to, I, didn't need him to, I, I didn't need his power to, to tell me that. Like, I thought that, you know, let's say his power didn't carry up. Let's just say that. And, and, and we only got one perspective of it from what he did to Horn. If his power didn't carry up, he's still going to school dudes at 147, and, and it's anybody in the top. Garcia, Porter, that'll always. I mean, okay. I'm just curious to know. Hey, listen, listen. Even Thurman, especially Thurman. Listen. Um, I took things that I fight with Horn. There's a hey man, Horn caught him with some right hands. Okay. Oh, oh yeah, he was definitely blowing out. But I'm just saying, it's like the more skillful guy doesn't always win. In the history of boxing, okay, look. If Crawford was losing at 147. It wouldn't be the biggest upset in the history of the fucking sport, for crying out loud. I mean, see, nobody's a fucking uh, Vernon Forrest beating Shane Mose at the time. Uh, Ray Robinson losing to, um, who's that damn European guy? He needs to come. And so it's like, hey, it won't be the biggest upset ever in the history of the boxing. Fitz and Thurman have a chance. If you, if you write those two guys off, then something's wrong with you guys. They're going to get blown out the way Horn got blown out? Hey, I'm not doubting Crawford. He is the best. He is the most skillful at one Nah, 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 nah. Janelle. There's no doubt about that. Hold on, Janelle. Let me explain to you in simplest terms. You, you're so defensive, man. Like, I hope you it's have good. great defense, You're so super defensive. Let me explain to you in simplest terms. It's not that where everybody thinks that he's invincible, he's this and that. But you, the way you come off, I'm just saying the way you come off. I'm not saying you, I'm not saying you think this way. I'm not saying this is your agenda. You sound like you want Crawford to lose no. or you're hating on him. I'm not That's hating. how you sound. And whoever wins is whoever wins. I'm just saying Thurman and Spence have a fucking chance. And vice versa. Crawford and Chester. Of course they have a chance. It always, it always goes back to Janelle having this agenda against the African-American man. He doesn't <laughs> like the African-American oh, no. fighter. <laughs> man, bullshit. Bullshit, man. Nonsense, man. Are you saying Spence will have a chance? Spence and Thurman will have a chance. Hey. If Thurman hit Crawford the way Horn hit him a few times with those right hands, it will cause a lot more Thurman, damage. Uh, but you're talking uh, Thurman, bro. You were talking Horn. Like I'm just when saying. You're I'm Horn, thinking, I'm when you're talking Horn over Crawford, chance. giving him problems, the fact that you even thought he would give him four rounds of problems, you made four mistakes, Janelle. Yeah, come on, that's like, yeah, yeah. So I'm with Donald Wasn't gonna win a single round. I got Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> look hey. what happened there? Hey, we're talking exactly. Floyd Mayweather. Exactly. Oh, 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 we're talking oh, oh, Floyd Mayweather. Oh, 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 oh. That's way worse. That's no, way worse. are you serious? You, you, th- bro, don't, don't do this. Don't. I don't want to be a Dude, you, you thought Adrian Broner was gonna stop Mikey Garcia on body shots? Hey, come to Seattle. Hey, and we don't gotta bring that up. Of course. 
Let's do a refresher for Yo, y'all bugging right now. No. <laughs> Sean, we ain't got to bring up that Garcia-Brona fight. Ain't nobody talking about that right now. I know how you like to make some bullet points going towards Adrian Broner, but come on, man. But no, it ain't even about that. It ain't even about that. But if you want to attack me, we going to attack back, you know? But, uh, hey. You know. <laughs> so, Yo, no, no worries, I mean, man. But the I, thing look, is, but, yeah, let, me, let me just say this. Look, man. Now, we just ahead, messing with you, man. But this is the thing, man. Crawford can fight. I know you don't think he can fight that good, but he can man, fight. And he's going. And he's, he's coming. He's coming to take over welterweight. He's coming to take over welterweight. If he does, he does. If he doesn't, it is what it is. You know, this whole I'm going to pick everybody against him, and then when he finally loses, I'm going to be like, oh, I'm right, I'm right. You know, we know. Just we know on. what you're trying to do. We know what you're trying to do. We're, we're, we're hey, you're bugging, you're bugging, man. I favored him to beat Holman. I didn't think he was going to beat uh, Holman. going to beat him. I didn't say that. I said, I didn't say that at all. Hey, 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 hey good talk, fellas. And the fight was spent. Yo, and Janelle, the fight was spent. Hold up. Hold up, Janelle. Look, look, look. I don't want us to get cut off because we got a short – we got actually 45 seconds before we're cut off right now. Um. Um, Blog Talk Radio, I'm going to write y'all bitches a review right now, or I'm going to tweet y'all motherfuckers about what's going on because they gave us some bullshit today. But nonetheless, man, look, I appreciate it. We're going to get back to it on Wednesday, uh, 7 p.m. Pacific, my time, uh, 9 Central Willis time, and we'll be back on Sunday. But, Willa, anything you want to say before we get out of here? Because we are on time restrictions right now, even though I love to get going with this talk we have right now, but we'll save it for another time. That's from Willa. And I'll just wrap it up right now because we got to get out of here before we get cut off, and I'm not going to allow that to happen. So, Central California, all the way out of New York with Janelle, Houston, Texas with my man Willa, Smoke Dog, you got to let me know where you're from, baby, and Seattle, Simon, the Pacific Northwest coming from the Central Cali in the San Joaquin District of California. Outside this boxing podcast, we will be back sooner than later. We out. Mama, I love you. P.O.P. All the time.